0: everybody this is chad daniels and you have landed in the middle of somewhere hello thanks for coming back it's nice to not see you you get it across from me as always is cyrus Amundsen. what
1: a start for chad he's out of the gate i and he's really mumbling. did it.
0: i'll tell you why i'm mumbling because you know uh i have kind of made it a thing where i start by uh making hating something making fun of it doing whatever but i can't i've had blue sky energy warm weather the snow is melting now granted i have a golden doodle which is uh you know like a paintbrush just a just a living breathing paintbrush so when he goes outside he comes in and it's a fucking mess but i am so glad everything's melting i am so glad that there's blue skies that i can actually walk outside without seeing my breath it's fantastic I will, uh, since I have nothing to complain about, I want to say that there's this picture of a Casey's pizza going around where they it was a build-your-own-pizza, and it was just Canadian bacon. And because the guy wrote just Canadian bacon, they didn't put sauce or cheese on it. It's pizza crust with little Canadian bacon with curled-up corners, and it's the funniest shit I've seen in a very long time.
1: I I'm full in... Blue, I mean, you, I was sending you pictures. It's, it is, it is. Your new place looks choice. It's nice. I did invite you down. You didn't respond to that. Then I asked you if we were doing the show and you didn't respond to that. You've kind of, what I've felt like the last couple days, I've felt like the person on the receiving end of a ghosting in a relationship where you're like, everything's going great. And then I just never hear from you again. That's what the last three days have felt like for me. And I know you have your reasons. Sure, well,
0: I, I. No, 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 I, I don't have good reasons. I have one reason, and it is the fact that the last time we were on Zoom together, I saw Madonna scale Ethan and Joel at your place. Correct. And and then you were like, well, next year you should come down. That would be fun. I'm like, well, fuck you. Then I'll respond next year if I get invited again, because I'm seeing all the fun happening thousands of miles away not invited and i know you're going to tell me what you told me before is that i went to florida and i went to texas so i'm not allowed you were at your in house, texas but guess what?
1: on the days they were here you were in texas i on the can't days they were here. get
0: covid i can't get it i have tried i've I've looked into someone's watery eyes, (laughs) nose to nose while their mouth breathing because their nostrils are plugged. And I've said, say something that starts with H and I've breathed in. I can't get it. I don't know what's going on. I can't get it. So anyways, if any, I'm just kidding. I was going to start saying if any women out there want a baby that can't get COVID, I'm teasing. Obviously, I can't have babies, but you get it. I'm a fuck. Listen. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I think about this COVID thing is I've, I didn't.
1: Oh, great. Let's talk about COVID.
0: No, no, no. I'm just going to tell you. I'm going to talk about the people that haven't gotten it like myself. And I don't think I can because I've been in airports. I've been honestly in Appleton, Wisconsin. This lady was dying of COVID as we took a picture arm (laughs) in arm. So I don't think I can get it. She was fucking dying of COVID. She's dead. She is no longer with us. And I'm here not even knowing i had the symptoms so i guess i'm just saying like, I, I never had i never had glasses i never had braces besides my hip you know listen i'm 47 i'm still you know natural athlete and yeah. it's like i think that i think when uh something like covid comes around it's trying to get rid of you know the people the earth doesn't need i think the earth is scrubbing itself and it need- <laughs> 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 just to watch. I'm just kidding. Just to watch your face was so great because I promise faces listening. Same thing. They were just like Jesus Christ. Who does this guy think he
1: is? <laughs> mine was. Mine was. Oh yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't need to be a part of that conversation, Chad. I. I was I, obviously just kidding, but we. You get it. Totally. Get you were one thousand percent serious. And. Um, but here's what's
0: going to be great. Now I'm going to die from COVID going you die of COVID. at my funeral. And this oh, is, I can't wait.
1: This is going to make for a, at the very least, a viral end to this podcast, right?
0: I would hope. I'd hope people go back and listen from the beginning like we've been
1: asking. So, I have had this thing that's been happening. You know those websites on the internet, like Yahoo Answers, and there's one called Quora. Quora.com. Q U O R A sure dot com and they are right. the sites that answer questions and one of them All has right. been emailing me and I'm sure it's because at some point I've been on their site. Like I'm sure I you know I'm the sort of guy who just hurls a medical question into the internet. Into the internet? Yeah, yeah good for you. That's healthy.
0: <laughs> wow you know what every answer is it's like you know you know the thing where you start with two questions and then there's arrows leading to different boxes yeah. They all end with "you're gonna die" on yeah. the internet when you put in a medical question. It's ridiculous.
1: Well, and they're always. It's. All, I'm always irrational from the beginning. I'm sure at some point I was like, "Hey, my ankle's swollen. Is that multiple sclerosis?" And then I just <laughs> threw it at the Google machine. And it's. I, I. I always. Whenever I ask the. Whenever I ask the internet a medical question, I don't know. My brain actually thinks I'm. It's going to. Cause I'm irrationally worried about something, and I think, sure. oh, I'll ask the internet, and they'll be like, dude, relax. But that's that's like reaching into a yeah. snake pit hoping for a donut. You're like, here we go, fucking cobra bite again. Where's the donut? It's all snakes. It's all snakes all the time. <laughs> uh, but this site—the only
0: time you're gonna get a response that goes, dude, relax—is if you text Sebastian Maniscalco.
1: That's the only time you're gonna get that. Good pronunciation. Thank you. Do relax. So I'm from Chicago. You don't have multiple sclerosis, so I must have signed up with Quora.com on my email because they started emailing me questions. That's the thing they do. You know how if you are subscribed to a newsletter for, like, ESPN. They send you, hey, look who the New York Jets signed. They, they send yeah. you the big story. What Quora does sure. is they just send you a question. And, spoiler alert, it's never a chill question. <laughs> it's like, hey, you, what, what's the worst sort of cancer? You know? Like, how do you tell if you have ALS? It's all these... I wake up in the morning... I get ready for the day, and the first thing that I do after I'm, I'm getting started is I check my email. And I've tried to unsubscribe to this, and then it, like, a week later... I'm not not convinced that it, I think it might be you re-fucking-signing my email <laughs> up to Quora.com. The one today, Chad, That's the one today just literally said, what will nuclear war be like? Not what would... What will? And I have the inability. I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to ruin my day. I can't not click on them. I read them all. I read them all. Sure you do.
0: Is So is Quora run by six-year-olds? Because you ask it a question, and then in turn, it asks you a question back? <laughs> that's my fucking... That's my, That was my life for so long where I was like, hey, can you go uh, outside and rake the leaves? Why? But can you just do it? Why? That's what Quora sounds like to me. They're just sending you... Question. After you ask a question, I'm not into it. I've never been to Quora, and uh, what 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 did it have to say about your ankle when you asked if it was multiple sclerosis?
1: <laughs> so, uh, by the way, uh, I definitely uh, it's a maybe. I think from Quora. Quora doesn't Quora doesn't seek to help you out at all. But uh, fun. They yeah. There's a whole there's a whole bunch of negative answers in here. But I'm gonna now. I'm looking at them. We're supposed to be doing. Uh, podcast, and I'm looking at them so I'm gonna step away. How's your life been? How are you?
0: My life is great. Are you gonna read some of the questions?
1: I'm not gonna read any of the questions. We're doing a show. Okay. Let's do that a show. sign needs to tune into the show.
0: Oh, my life. Uh, my <laughs> Chad's life has been great. <laughs> uh, I, I, I got a personal trainer. I'm uh, gonna tell you something it's yes. a 20, Twenty-four year old, twenty-four year old named Evan. Oh, he sounds I've been, I've hot as shit. Known Evan since he was fourteen. I used to see him at the YMCA. Now we're at a we're at a different gym, and I saw him and I asked him a couple of questions early on, and he helped me. And so I thought, well, I'm gonna ask him some more questions. And it turns out I've been lifting weights incorrectly my entire life. <laughs> so do you know what a lawnmower is? The exercise, like a like a bench
1: row with a dumbbell. Uh, Yeah, yeah. uh, You're doing the motion of starting a lawnmower. Yes.
0: Yeah. Picture this. Your knee is on a bench. Your hand is on a bench. Your left knee and your left hand. And then your right arm is hanging down with a dumbbell and you pull it up to your abdomen. Okay. I could do do 90-pound dumbbells raised up 10 times. That's what I could do. And then he goes... All right, let's see. Let's see your form. And then I do it. And I'm not even close to how I'm supposed to be doing it. Sure. It's the most ridiculous thing. So then he goes, well, let's drop it down to 70. And I want you to hold it at your abdomen for two seconds. And I'm like, I've never felt this in the right muscle in my whole life. So I've just been... I've just been going to the gym and going, that's basically me at the gym where I go, I'm going to use everything I can do to lift the most amount of weight, but get no benefit from it at all. Sure. And then (laughs) Jesus Christ, I've never ever been, I've never lifted every time I do a lift, he goes, well, why don't you try this way? And then I do it and I go, oh, that's so I feel it in my chest. okay, (laughs) instead of in my ankles, because I'm spazzing out. It's it's so ridiculous. And then um, there are a couple uh, of female trainers at the gym. And then I got asked the question, why not a female? And I didn't answer it, but I'll answer it on the podcast. It's this it's that when I'm listening to instructions, I have a fucking I have eye contact that could get me me just by listening because it's so in my gaze is so intense. I bet you dude. I bet you Evan has gone home to his girlfriend and been like, I'm pretty sure Chad wants to fuck me because it's intense eye contact. Now, I'm going to tell you what I love about this. As you've heard, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Correct. When it comes to exercising, you can. And that is so awesome. Because I have had times in my life where I have fucked up. I have not been doing things correctly, but then that's it. You're done, right? I have had a judge look me in the face and say, you're you can't be married anymore, because you're not good at it.
1: Okay, right. So I've had that happen.
0: But not Evan. Evan doesn't do that. Evan doesn't tell me I can't lift weights anymore or try to send me to another parish to hide my mistakes. Right? Evan is just like, he's all accepting. And I'm in such a good mood about this newfound relationship with Evan. I'm freaking out about it.
1: Oh, he sounds. I'm learning new things. He sounds like he's exactly what you need to launch into the spring of Chad. That's what I'm calling. Oh, spring! I love it. The spring of Chad, as COVID, in theory, dissipates. You're back out on the road. You're learning how to lift weights for the first time. I think, I think Evan is the perfect captain. On the journey that is the spring of Chad.
0: <laughs> I do too. I mean listen, I'm still not gonna take my shirt off at the beach, but at least I'm doing it right. And that feels great.
1: You can only paddleboard at my house without a shirt on. That's the rule I made, and it's been controversial, but it is the rule I made. No shirts while you're paddleboarding. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Why? Why is that a rule? Well then nobody'll come nobody will come to my house. Okay, that makes <laughs> sense. Nobody... I don't, I don't need... I want only a small few select visitors.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, you'll have even less if you invite them when I'm there paddleboarding with my shirt sure off. Enough. They'll be like, well, I can't keep my food
1: down, so I can't be here for three
0: days. I'll fucking
1: starve. Why did that guy take paddles to his chest? Oh, those are... <laughs> those are tits. Those are his tits. I thought he had three paddles. I didn't understand what was... Ha- he should put on a life jacket. I mean, just... Like as a bra. You know, he did not Don't for safety's sake just to put it on.
0: Uh-uh. I get out there, and I used to have a joke about this, about old men. When they're further out in the water, and their tits look like you just poured pancakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: They spread you wide. become a, become a blob. You fall in the water, and your tits just have an oil leak. <laughs> Speaking of Joel and Ethan being down here, we on Saturday, we had to run to Target. And it's a beautiful day, right? It's like mid sixties. It's sunny, and it is Chad. It's March. It's mid March. It's getting to be late March, and you know what that yep. means? It I is agree. Girl Scout cookie season, the greatest of Ooh. the seasons. And I sure. know, I know how you feel. And I can't. What's what's your hierarchy? Where are you? What's the cook? What's your number one cookie?
0: I mean, I guess I, I don't really have one because I don't. I've never fallen in love with Girl Scout cookies, but I'll, I'll tell you this: How did I thought you oh. were? Oh, I didn't know this. I've never fallen in love with them because uh, if I'm gonna have a cookie, it needs to be. I don't like mass-produced snacks other than Little Debbie uh, zebra rolls sure. and Cadbury eggs. Those are the two.
1: You also, also love peanut
0: butter cups. What the fuck are you talking about? There's, I will tell you this: I don't love like peanut butter Skittles? cups. like Skittles. Wait a second. I love peanut butter eggs with That's white what chocolate yep. frozen. And then I do I do love Skittles because, listen, I don't drink uh, soda pop. Oh, did I just solve the world's controversies with soda pop? Yeah, I did. But I, I don't drink soda pop, but I will put some Skittles in my mouth, let them get all melty and chewy, and then put some water in there and kind of
1: make my own stuff. So there's some people <laughs> – They're they're selling Girl Scout cookies in the back of the Target parking lot, and that's a that's a for sure stop for us. We stop, we get out. There's a lot of people there, right? So we get in line, then people are getting in line behind us. We get up and we order an amount of Girl Scout cookies that I can't imagine they've handed out in that day or any in any unless a, a football team or somebody who just like quit their diet to spite their significant other unless one of those people was in front of us in line one of those groups nobody yeah. bought the level of girl scout cookies with us. so we're getting all these cookies it's up. like
0: when you go to the liquor store and you see somebody and they wheel a cart up and then you hear the lady at the cashier go uh, we're gonna need a box yeah. that kind of a thing where you're like god
1: damn that's a party or a sad sad person yeah. <laughs> you might as well go uh yeah we got a guy up here who's not spending much time with his kids and then somebody in back just picks up a box and brings it to the front.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: So we're up there and we get all the cookies together, we find out how much it is and it's you know it's always the thing I don't like about the Girl Scout cookies is how over the the moms are too much for me. The Girl Scout moms. Yeah. Now, the Boy Scout dads also too much for me for a very different reason. <laughs> the Girl Scout moms, they're just it's just a lot. The energy, they communicate to you like a machine gun. You're like, I'm just buying cookies. Why do I feel like I have to be on right now? Right? Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Now,
0: I, when I, I have had cookies before, sure, I've gotten course, because, yeah. you know, when a little girl asks me, well, you want to buy some cookies? Of course, I'm going to buy some cookies. But I treat it very much like a bachelorette party at a show. Where I only want to talk to the Bachelorette. I don't want to hear from anyone in the wedding party. I don't need a fucking gaggle of people screaming at me at once because that's that's too much.
1: That's Lisa. She's getting married.
0: Fuck you. Exactly. Go away. Yeah. So I want to talk to Lisa only. Yes. And that's what I tell the moms when I'm buying cookies. I'll be like, Here's the deal. You shish. I'm sorry to be a jerk. But you're not selling these. You're not a Girl Scout. You're a Woman Scout, but I'm not buying Woman Scout cookies. I'm buying Girl Scout cookies, so they have to sell me the cookies. Now, be
1: quiet and let me talk to your daughter one-on-one.
0: <laughs> Actually, if you could go sit in the car.
1: No? Okay, fine. So we, we're up there, and we get all the cookies piled up. She tells us how much it's going to be, and then she goes, this is a direct quote. Would you like to donate some cookies to the veterans? And that, I didn't fully understand that. I understand it conceptually, sure. but I was like, what do you mean? That's it's Because ve- that's very generic, right? Yeah, right, of course. And so she loudly goes, would you like to buy some cookies for the heroes of America's wars? Ah. <laughs> well, fuck, yeah. I mean, you said that loud enough. I for sure do. I mean, I'm not going to. What do I want to say? No. Excuse me, could I have everyone in lines attention? <laughs> I prefer America's veterans to be cookie less. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh
0: shit. That's such a funny second question that she asked you cuz that got intense in a hurry.
1: And I was just I was just trying to understand it's it was a very non-specific like, would you like to buy cookies for veterans? I don't know. Do you want to buy raspberries for dogs? Fuck, what do you mean? <laughs> Give me a little bit more. Like, at least at when you at Whole Foods, they'll say something like, if you round up a dollar, 88 of these cents will go towards building houses in eastern Ecuador. Yeah, you're like, there's right. some specifics there. and You actually, like, sign something. Do yeah. you want to buy cookies for veterans? Yes, of course I want cookies for veterans, but could I have some more specifics i have the most appreciation for veterans but what i think is it's an aggressive mom trying to up her girl scout cookie numbers i don't think it's a plan i think if i go to another girl scout stand uh, i'll buy four boxes and i go do you want me to buy one for veterans they'd be like i guess but how are we going to get them to the veterans like i just think it's i'm half convinced the lady's dad fought in a war And she just brings all the boxes home like, here you go, Gerald. Yeah, amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, so we, you know, we, we've got put on the spot, and we did, and maybe, maybe I'm not, maybe even my ability to question it is just unpatriotic, and so I think what I need to do I, is I should move to where my nephew moved because I've been I've been waiting to tell you this, and then I forgot about it until the veterans thing happened. My nephew Seth, the Madonna scale Ethan's older brother, yeah, moved to. What has to be the most patriotic town in the United States of America? Okay. He had to temporarily relocate out to Idaho. Okay. For his job. And sure. so they moved to a smallish town out there. And okay, you're talking about Idaho, Idaho, the
0: United States, Idaho?
1: Yes, correct. So when you're saying patriotic, you're really trying to say nationalistic. So he moved to Idaho and. Uh-huh. I'm, here's what I want to do. I want to give you kind of like the power rankings. of re, like I want to give you the reasons of why I believe it to be the most patriotic place on earth. But I'm going to kind okay. of like... Nationalistic. Sure. I'm, going to, I'm going to count them down. <laughs> Three, two, one. And the third one is it's first, but it's, it's very, very simple. Where it's... They have a country music station in the town. Okay. I love yeah. country music. Seth loves country music. But they, twice a day, they play the national anthem which okay. not that I think most you wouldn't be surprised if most country music stations play the anthem but they do it at 6 a.m. and again at noon so twice a day okay they rip the national anthem which i think 6 a.m. makes sense cuz the day started something about noon is very funny to me they're like all right that was Blake Shelton with uh, my wife is my everything and next up is the National Anthem by Francis Scott Key. Like, I just, I, it's, it's a very funny place to put it.
0: The National Anthem makes sense to me at noon because if I had a Girl Scout cookie hangover, that's how long I would sleep because I don't get good sleep when I have a lot of sugar. So I'd be getting up at noon being like, it's time to start the day, gentlemen.
1: It's for the, la- I get it. That's for the alcoholics and the lazy, the, the, the patriot yeah. alcoholics and the lazy patriots. That's what the noon sure. National anthem I just love there's has got Yeah, there. I, I hope there's a guy who's really patriotic out there who also just really loves country music and doesn't put up a He's like, God damn it, I didn't come here for this. I like that conflict. <laughs> there, one of when I started coaching basketball uh, at Orono High School when I was like 18, 19 years old, the head coach there was this guy's name was Mike Blansky. And although I I doubt that he knows this because I only knew him for a a few years, he is a very meaningful person in the way I view adulthood and response. Like I just and he didn't like go, this is how you live your life. I just watched him the way he handled his job and respect to the kids and his peers and his wife and his family I just really, really, really respected him. And, and, he, and I know for a fact he was a patriotic person. Sure. But also, I don't know that many people have been less interested in something more than he was in the national anthem before basketball games. He just okay. he couldn't, for some reason, he just didn't want to deal with it. And he went out and he found this tape. I don't know where he got it. I don't, he must have almost hired... It's the fastest version of the national anthem you ever heard <laughs> in your life. It was like... So lit- So not Whitney Houston? <laughs> he, would, he would push play, and it would almost shock the other team. He'd be like, Oh, say, can you see by the dolls early line? And now <laughs> the song's over, time for basketball. It was... I coached there for three years. I don't think we ever had that I can remember someone in person sing nothing. It was hilarious we had uh, a tape for the national anthem as well and let
0: me go back to the boys basketball game on tuesday we got these new bleachers that you would basically they would vibrate them out so they didn't they weren't stands that that had the wheels that you would roll back in but they were these new awesome stands but we realized when you started jumping in unison you could make it hit the floor and start clapping on the floor and it made a huge noise so we started doing that
1: and we got. Wait, wait, is this, this the... is when you were in high school? In high school, yeah. You said something pardon. about Tuesday, and I was like, Chad, are you? Oh, yeah. Not, I was like, not, You, not Tuesday, you yeah. did you join the <laughs> Fergus Falls students section? <laughs> I will say this shout
0: out to the Fergus Falls Otters girls high school team, second in state. Boy, that was great. Congratulations. They have some real studs on that team. Thank Fantastic. So much. But anyway, when I was in high school. We st- so we did this. We got called into the athletic director's office. We each got a ton of detention. Then Thursday, they started pl- at the girls' basketball game. They started playing the national anthem, and the recorder uh, like started eating the tape. And so four of us remained standing, finished the national anthem as all the parents sat down. We were like, check this out. We finished the national anthem ourselves. Get called into the uh, the assistant principal's office. And he goes, uh, gentlemen, here's what I'm going to do. I'm very proud of you. I'm erasing all the detention you got from before because this wipes that out. And he goes, I want you to know that I thought that was uh, one of the best things I've seen as an assistant principal. And then he goes, now I'm going to get you guys some back to class passes. And all of us at the same time pulled out a back to class pass and we were like, got one right here. And he was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with you. I'm so excited for this fucking year to be over. And you guys are out of here. It's going to be great. But it's very, that's my favorite National Anthem story.
1: So the first thing that makes me believe it's a very patriotic town, okay. National Anthem, country station, twice a day. 6 a.m. and noon. The next thing, they have a, a young son. His name is Tyson. Okay. And he goes to like a daycare preschool type situation. And they'd been living out there for a little while. And then he started, he was just running around the house singing the song, God Bless the USA by Lee Greenwood. Sure. A, a, a little child running around the house with a ball going, And I'll proudly stand up next to you and defend her still today. And... Seth and Audrey are like, hey, man, where'd you learn that? And he told them it's the song they do every day for music time. Not they did it once, like every day they do that, which is one of the funniest things I've (laughs) ever heard in my entire life. This just every single day, the song that you choose is Lee Greenwood's God Bless the USA. It makes me laugh. And here's the thing, I don't even dislike that song. Yeah. If for one reason only, every year, so you know up at Arrowwood by where we live, where we're from. Uh-huh. They do that giant fireworks show every year. Sure. And Joel and I worked there, so our family would always come out to the show. And there's that part in the Lee Greenwood song where he's listing shit from different states. Like, uh-huh. from the hills of Tennessee to the stuff that's in Oklahoma. Like that part. Right. And there's the part in the song where he goes, From the lakes of Minnesota. So the fireworks are always set to music, and they always use that song, and that part always happens, and then everybody cheers, and without fail, I don't know, 15 years in a row, that'll happen, and my dad to himself in a lawn chair will go, That's pretty cool. Which is... (laughs)
0: It is nice to get an honorable mention in a huge
1: song, well it's just a very funny sight, so I don't have any issue with that song I just it's using your music time it's such a funny selection, and you know I do love it though, because you know how I feel about indoctrinating children with belief systems through art. I'm a big fan of that, so i i i say let's let's make sure they just let it rip, just go like. Baby shark doot 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 doot, baby shark doot 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 doot. Deserves to be born doot 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 doot. Deserves to be born Like let's really, if we're gonna put some ideals in these kids, like Old McDonald had a farm, reah On that farm he had some guns. Don't touch his fucking guns. Like I love it, man. Let's, let's really, let's get a, let's get a, a really, you know. Strong point of view kids song CD put together here.
0: I think so because kids really, they understand uh, the nuances and so they don't ever get brainwashed. So I think that's pretty cool because a kid listening to baby shark, doot, uh, do do doot, do, do, do When the heart beats doot, do or whatever you were singing is uh, when they're 30 is like, get in the bunker, Mexico's coming. <laughs> I mean, that's tough. You that's know what would a... be
1: a great shirt It's a picture of baby shark. And above it, it just says, doop, 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 doop. And then underneath it, it goes, that's the sound of the shark's heartbeat at four weeks. (laughs) There are some. (laughs) Also, also, I wonder, that'd be a funny, that'd be a really funny, divisive topic. Because there's got to be somebody out there who's really anti- abortion but also really scared of sharks and i don't know where (laughs) on the scale of that conversation like listen fella the sanctity of life is my truest belief the moment a sperm leaves the sexual shaft of a penile and enters into the canal of life to find an egg mate to create a precious angel anything that interrupts that journey is the most heinous of sin crimes you understand also, I am fucking scared to death of sharks, and I am, like, just, just what, is it, what does it take to be pro-life, but pro-shark abortion?
0: I think what you just said. Yeah. I think, that, I think that's, a, and probably a billboard or two on I-94. That would help.
1: We've had a couple of uh, shark-heavy episodes lately. Yeah, we have, but I like, I'm into it. Okay, so that's, that's number two. Okay. That's number two. Number one. Again, to, re- to recap this very succinctly told <laughs> bit of information. Number one, the national anthem twice a day. Number two, indoctrinating children with Lee Greenwood at the local daycares. Number three, Seth had to buy a truck. Yep. And so he went down to the truck dealership real early. Gets there real bright and early. He's there before eight a.m. He walks so around. So he's
0: just missed. Just missed the first national anthem.
1: He he's just missed the first national anthem. Yeah. He gets into the. He walks around a little bit. He gets into the dealership. He gets the coffee. He has a seat. He's waiting for somebody, and then he notices everybody. Like everybody, every employee, everybody. They're all gathering on the far side of the store together like, what is going on there? It looks like they're all going to get together and do like a a Chevy on three. One, two, three, Chevy. (laughs) I know what this is. Yeah, you do. (laughs) And then from a distance, you watched a bunch of adults do the Pledge of Allegiance together. Sure. Which I don't have an issue. I think the Pledge of Allegiance is great. I think it's a very funny thing to be asked to do before you sell pickup trucks. And... Oh He said he took a video of it, which means he did not partake because he hates this country. Uh, but he <laughs> yeah, right. he took a picture of it and on top of it, just being funny conceptually, there's this extra little hilarious nugget in there. Where it's like it's probably like 14, 16 people. But in the very back are these two guys who big like, you know six, three, six, four, a little overweight, both of them. Long hair past their ears. They're both wearing like Vans type shoes, sure, and a little baggy. There's no. I can't imagine those guys are there. Like yes, let's do the Pledge of <laughs> Allegiance.
0: <laughs> I'm so. Just to recap. Neither of us hate this country. We I love it. This we get country, to say whatever we love want. It. It's a fucking amazing you country. You know, why I love this country is, because
1: I can make fun of all of this shit. I exactly, love it Exactly. I love it. Exactly.
0: But, but it is a little weird. Now, I've been to this. Uh, I think it's called Sertoma, but
1: that sounds like a sounds like, like a fatty deposit. Well, that sounds like something I would learn about That's on Quora.com.
0: Yeah. So, so, so I think Sertoma is a group here, and I, I I spoke there, and they also did the Pledge of Allegiance. And do whatever you want, of course. But it is sometimes. It's like when you're adults, it's like, I I love it here. I don't need to do the Pledge of Allegiance. I, I remember that I love it here. All, every day, because it's so fucking awesome.
1: Uh, and and you, the argument can be made for children, just like everything else. School is about, you know, the skills and, as much as it is the specific information. And so I, I understand. I, I don't want to get into the conversation about the pledge in schools. But the idea of like... I'm 37. Yeah. I don't need to verbally and publicly pledge my allegiance on a daily workday basis. That's the silliest and funniest thing I've ever heard. And I'm not, I'm not doing it. And, uh, I'll go work for, well, not anywhere else in that town, probably. Yeah. I mean, listen. Idaho they have their they have their beliefs. Idaho and to your point earlier in the story, the Idaho's it's beautiful Coeur d'Alene. Ugh, oh, where, yeah, absolutely. Where the Bitterroot Valley of Montana meets Idaho. I, I put me there forever. I could live there forever. Sure. So, I I love it out there, but if anybody if you've ever been to Idaho, everything I just said, you're like, "Oh, what's that?" the liberal part of Idaho, because you do get to that place <laughs> where you're like, there's a, and it's, there's this everywhere, but out there, there's a lot of like, laws are illegal. That's how wild it gets in Idaho. Yeah. They're yeah. the I laws mean, that's, are that's why you go part. to
0: Idaho. Cause you know, and then, then that's, that's how they do it there. And that's, I mean, I guess people, people enjoy it. Fuck. They live there. Yeah. I don't want to live in a place like that. Cause I don't, I'm not good at shooting a gun. You know what? I'm it pretty, would... I'm
1: pretty fucking good at it.
0: I would hit the kickback. The kickback would hit me in the face, and then everyone would be like, "Oh my god, you missed and you're bleeding." So that's why I don't like it.
1: I think it's a travesty that I'm such a little cuck 'cause I'm fucking, I'm a pretty good shot, man. I can, I can let it rip at the range. That's what I always want to do. I think there's a lot of people who are really performative about their love of guns. You know, it's 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 like, oh, I just I love guns. Don't take it like. They just get into the arguments and they they want to look like somebody loved guns. And I would love to challenge all those people in a shooting competition because I think I'd wipe them.
0: Oh, interesting. I'm about to get very, very good at my aim shooting a BB gun because yesterday when I was shoveling shit from my yard, I realized that there was a lot of it past where my dog's leash goes. So next winter... I'm going to be hitting some Fidos right between the fucking eyes. And that's that's a hard part of a skull, so it's not going to kill them. But it's going to send them a message, you don't shit in this particular yard.
1: You should be so proud of me. You should be so proud of me. A woman walked... I'm trying to not be disliked in this close-knit community that I have moved into. This woman walked by with her two little white dogs, and one of them ripped a steamer. Right, on that area right in between the sidewalk and the road. So I don't know if she thinks that's public property, but then, and I don't know if she was distracted by the other dog. She kept going, and I went out of the door and I went, ma'am, ma'am. And she didn't hear me, and I just kept going, ma'am. And, you know, I've got like a four or five ma'am policy where the word <laughs> ma'am changes to something meaner, right? Sure. But I pulled it back. I was like, this is not the moment. You're going to, and I just went, and I let it go. I walked. We, I cleaned it up, and I am going to. If it happens again, I'm probably going to have words. But I think you'd be proud of me that I didn't take an opportunity to blow my situation no! up yet. No,
0: not proud of you at all. I know you're the new homeowner in the neighborhood. Everybody's no, putting listen. all this
1: pressure on me. My parents, putting any pressure Jenna. Everybody's like, hey, don't. They're basically like, hey, don't be you. Everybody in this neighborhood like, talks to each other, they're all they're all gossip, and they're all close-knit. If you walk around being you, this is going to be a tough situation for you guys.
0: But if they all talk, and they're like, yeah, he fucking five-mammed me, so maybe we shouldn't let our dog shit on the sidewalk. The old owner let us. But old Mr. Five-mam, he's great with the catching sharks out of our lake. That's fine. <laughs> but we can't let him, we can't shit in his yard, because he's he's going to fucking, not going to help us get the sharks anymore.
1: But what I'm, I'm saying i gave her the benefit of the doubt of maybe because she had two dogs which this is just, it's insane to walk two dogs but it's just and i know it's a time saver you got to walk the two dogs but it's also a choice it's also a choice she's making right i'm i was giving her the benefit of the doubt that maybe she didn't see him rip one out i'm giving her that benefit. i don't think so i don't you think so one, either you Chad. had
0: one shot to do this and you Mom spaghetti